Welcome to Season 3, Episode 7 of Father and Dad, where we give you a candid, inside look at the shared journey of a seminarian on his path to fatherhood and his dad. I'm Dad, P.J. Carraher. And I'm Father, God willing, Stephen Carraher, his son. Yes. Well, Stephen, it's good to have you uh, have you home for the, the holidays yeah, here. Yeah, it's good to be back on Christmas break here. Yeah. So you figure, you know, back home, got to <laughs> do an episode of Father and Dad. Got to so. do an episode of Father and Dad in the Father and Dad studio. In here. the Father and Dad uh, closet. Cl- yeah. Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> but anyway, one thing I, that I wanted to talk to you about, it's one thing that I've been doing and then it... it um, dovetailed with you yeah uh is you know i've been doing the bible in a year that's right and you know it's 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 been a blessing you know just a little bit of time you stay with it mm-hmm. uh and it's just it's just amazing you know i was one of those people that i think as many people who think oh you can pick it up by yourself and you try to read it, it ain't gonna happen yeah, that's you right need... you, get, you get around like leviticus and you start reading all the yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like okay this needs to be yellow this needs to be two cubits it's like okay yeah, it's like, okay I, I don't have any idea what this means and there's a whole book dedicated to it so <laughs> exactly so so the the bigger topic is it's about not only reading the scripture but learning about it and there's a fancy yeah. word for learning i forget what it is the uh, uh, but uh and where that dovetails with with you is when you came in over the break you came mm-hmm. and you addressed the holy name society mm-hmm. and you kind of gave us a we benefited from your class yeah. that you had on on the letter to the hebrews that's right yeah and it was it was a great talk that you gave and it oh, really because uh, 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 if any of us, because there was a joke I said when or either I said it or one of the other guys said, it, "Is yeah, we're all going to go home and crack open Hebrews, and we're not <laughs> yeah. going <laughs> to, we'll understand it now that you told us, but yeah, we wouldn't right. have been able to oh, yeah. without us." So, and that just got me thinking. Well, first off, it was great that, that you guys had that class, yeah. but it got me thinking people's perceptions of priests and how to and where does that meet the reality? Meaning. Yeah. I think that if I crack anything open in the Bible, I can talk to a priest and he automatically knows yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. And so this is kind of the second question. I guess the first question is is formation wise. Yeah. Where is formation for you and you as a seminarian as seminarians? How how does how does the Bible fit in there? And then I'll hit you with the other questions. Yeah, so, that's yeah. a really great question. Yeah, where the Bible fits into formation. So we think yeah. about formation for the seminary. I think the classic idea, the kind of the classic structure of seminary formation, is to think about the four the four pillars. Mm-hmm. Now, I think I think these, these this language is changing because they just released a new edition of what's called the Priestly Program of Formation, or what we call in the biz the PPF, which is like the, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, right? The, so this Priestly Program of Formation is uh, oh, this is going to be a huge tan- tangent. Yeah, but um. Uh, uh, it's basically the recommendations for the American seminary. I think it's the American seminaries. Um, well, it actually might be. It actually might be worldwide. But okay. anyway, it's it's the idea is that um, uh, like giving giving structure to what seminary formation should should look like. Mm-hmm. So under the previous priestly program of formation, uh, there's four pillars. So the first pillar um, is uh, spirituality. So spiritual life. So you know prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, second, academics, intellectual. Uh, that's a, you know, like, you know, like the book learning, the book smarts, uh, then you have pastoral and then, uh, uh, fraternal or human, uh, formation. So kind of like, it's a combination of seminary formation is a combination of all four of those pillars together. Mm -hmm. Um, and now the question is like, where does the Bible fit into that? Well, uh, the Bible fits into every single one of those categories. Um, so if you think about, well, you can think very clearly that, you know, the, the, you know, study of sacred scripture, you're thinking about, you know, when you think about s- seminary classically, at least, you know, 
in my conception of it coming yeah. into seminary, you know, I'd imagine, you know, it's just a classroom, you know, classroom mm-hmm. setting. So, you know, the intellectual aspect of formation makes a lot of sense with the Bible. And there, there is, that's probably, that's a key por- por- portion of, you know, what we do in seminary. You know, we have classes about scripture studies, you know, we have classes like the class that you were talking about, yeah, that I, the he- I shared, Hebrews, yeah, yeah. which was an absolute blessing having this yeah. class in the letter to the Hebrews, um, which really just was a huge blessing, just kind of breaking it down, um, basically line by line, we went through the whole semester, all mm-hmm. 13 chapters of the letter to the Hebrews and just kind of really like plumbing the depths of the letter. Um, and so that, yeah, that was just a huge blessing, um, to just to have that class. Uh, and we have pretty much through all our classes, at least at Sacred Heart, uh, we cover, we cover the whole Bible. Um, we cover each, each kind of portion in, in, in smaller, you know, pieces. Uh, like so we, you're saying you cover the whole Bible, is that by accident or is that by, by someone said, look, we need to cover the whole Bible and yeah, we want to make it's sure. Like, it's, it's by, desi- by design. By design. Yeah, uh, yeah, by design. So the idea is like we have a class at the very beginning of our studies in theology called like Method and Pentateuch. So we talk about like, because first, even before yeah, you, you gotta like, start with the before Pentateuch. you even like yeah. start, well, yeah, 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 start with the Pentateuch, but yeah. Um, but before you even start looking at the Pentateuch, you gotta we gotta talk about like how to look at the Bible, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because it's not like you know, so many people would just pick up the Bible and say like you know, think of it as just like one big book. Yeah. You know, some people pick it up and think it's like a scientific text. Some people yeah. pick it up and they just don't even know what to do with it. Yeah. But just kind of like understanding that like the Bible is you know, it's not really a book; it's a library. You know, it's it's yeah. it's a whole bunch of books put together, um, and each of these books have like you know. You know, maybe different authorship. You know, different uh, you know people coming at it from from different angles, different genres. So, like, if you read Genesis as like a, a like a scientific treatise, like you're going to be missing yeah. the whole point, right? Yes. You know, it's it's like epic poetry in a certain sense. Yes, you know, it there's is. something that, but it doesn't mean that it's not true. You know, right. it means that the, the truth is being conveyed in a different way. Right. So, like, you have to like you know tamper you know temper your expectations and like you know going into you, you really have to go into the Bible like understanding like how to read it. You know. Mm-hmm. Which is which makes it really difficult for somebody just off the street to just pick it up and just like start from Genesis and go all the way to Revelation, mm-hmm. you know. Even if they do make it past Leviticus, you know, <laughs> um, just because like it's just there's so much. I, I feel like there's so much work that has to be done, yeah, uh, just to even make it you know accessible to put it in the context, basically. Yeah, and is so what you're saying. So what seminary formation does is it does that that hard like groundwork, okay, and that's done a lot in the academic formation piece of it, okay, um, but. Like, uh, you know, like many things in, in seminary, it's not just, the Bible is not just kind of uh, meant just for like academic formation. It's also meant for spiritual formation. Yeah. You know, the idea is that, you know, we, you know, we, we read the Bible, we study the Bible in our, in our classes, but the expectation is to not just like leave that knowledge in our head, but kind of move it to our heart. Um, and so it's, it's, it's so important to, and it's, it's so wonderful as a seminarian, and I just count this as a huge blessing. Uh, to be able to take what I'm learning in class and then bring it to the chapel, bring it to my holy hours, bring mm-hmm. it to prayer. Um, and studying the Bible, it's it's so easy to do that because it's it's the Lord's word. It's like God's living and effective word that still has life, that still speaks to the human heart, that speaks to you know me personally, that speaks to all of us together collectively. Um, and so it's, it's just a, a vast treasure of riches, you know? Yeah. So it's, and so it's a huge portion of spiritual formation is, yeah. is, is going through sacred scripture. I always try to, uh, to read at least a little portion of sacred scripture, like every single day, just to be immersed in it. Okay. Um, that was, that was some advice that I received from a, a good spiritual director back. When so the, let's, let's stop. Yeah, that is good. Good, yeah. good advice. But 
is it just read part of scripture or is there a guide to that? You, 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 you like, Hey, in this season in Advent, read, read John or Luke. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. Or, or, I think a good, I mean, if for like, in terms of programming, what I, what I have done in different seasons of my prayer is, is reading along with the daily readings. Okay. Because the church, oh, the daily, yeah, the daily yeah. church readings. Because, because, yes. yes. the, the, you know, the daily church readings are just really beautifully set up to like yes. match the season, right? Yeah. So you're reading the book of Isaiah during Advent, you know, yes. which is all the prophecies about, you know, the Messiah who is to come. You know, you you go into Christmas and you're reading, uh, the beautiful, uh, you know, poetic. Yeah. Uh, letters, you know, letter of St. John, you know, you're reading, and, you know, letter to the heat. It's, it's beautiful. Like, and I got to bust in here. I got to break bad on your mom. Her favorite is the end of the, right before Advent, when it's all the end of the world stuff. Oh, the end see, of the regular time. too. Yeah. <laughs> Mom's that's, always that's like, when it's those last three masses of regular time, it's like, oh, I love these. <laughs> oh, this is the judgment. Yes. I can't wait to hear about. Oh yeah. That's mom. Well, she knows she's got to come on the podcast. Yeah, she's got to come on. The, yeah, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that's, I mean, that's like, if you want, I mean, the church gives us, you know, in our wisdom has given us pretty much like a, a like a beautiful reading plan of the scripture yeah. itself, you yeah, know, based point. on the seasons. So that's, I mean, if you, if you're looking for a place to start and if you want to like dive into the scripture, like I'd say, yeah, definitely. Well, I'll, like, I'll tell you though, I, I, I've had that thought and I've always think, okay, but I'm not getting everything mm-hmm. in a sense or, yeah. I, you know, it's, it's good. Yeah. But you have to go a little bit I thought I, yeah, I mean, if I just did those, I'd still have to do more, right? Yeah. So it doesn't, not like, not everything in the Bible is covered. It is covered. That's, that was the point I was trying to get. Yeah. 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 So there are, you're going to be missing a, a whole chunk of pieces. Like, for example, they don't, you know, they, we, we don't hear in the lectionary all the, all the numbers and all the, right. like, right. all the tribes, which is, I mean, it's an important part of, of sacred scripture. It's a part of our scripture. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those things where, you know, the church and her wisdom has also thought like, well, okay, a lot of explanation is going to be needed yeah, for, fair enough. <laughs> fair for enough. people to understand it. Fair enough. Um, so I would definitely say, like, I think as a good practice for because because the thing is, you know, the 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 Bible, you know, the, the the Word of God is living and effective. And if the more that we immerse ourselves in it, the idea is like immersion. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're, if you're if you're like living and breathing Scripture in your daily life, um, like you're gonna you're gonna see so many just even just so many positive changes in your life. Yeah. Um, just like just deeper intimacy with God, a deeper understanding of who God is and where he's coming from. And like, even just like our identity as well. Like, who am I, uh, you know, in relation to God and, you know, what's my meaning? What's the purpose of life? What's the meaning of suffering? Like all these questions are like pondered, that have been pondered by these authors and and has been answered by the Holy Spirit and has been given us. There's so much wisdom that comes from sacred scripture. There's wisdom and there's two two, two thoughts. One, uh, for me, for doing the Bible in a year, uh, first is it makes the readings at the mass. Yeah. It puts them so into context. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, I know what this. Because sometimes they'll be in a reading, it'll reference something, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I get the reference. Yeah. And then the second is is that you know you look at modern times, and it's like you know nothing's new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> We've made these mistakes before. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been the trials and yeah. tribulations before. And are, for, these are not unprecedented times. These are not unprecedented. These are not unique times. Yeah, right. And we always, you always think, my my mom used to, she still says it. She says, you know, his, she, when she was a kid, she always thought history started the day she was born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that Jesus, Moses, and uh, Caesar, Julius Caesar were all friends of each other because yeah, it was uh-huh. all, you know, history. That's, all the past. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. That's but really yeah, funny. so. Oh, that's that's one. Per, that's a perspective too yeah. from from reading the full. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on 
is uh, you were blessed in the class you took on Hebrews. Yeah. The woman who taught it actually wrote the book on it, in a sense, yeah. right? Can we talk about that and talk about... Because yeah. I want to talk about what she wrote and what's available to us. Sure, there. yeah. So my my professor, Dr. Mary Healy, is um, just like a just a world-renowned scholar of, of sacred scripture. She's on uh, something that's called the Pontifical Biblical Commission. So let's is, hold it. That's a lot to unpack. Yeah, I'm sorry. I okay. said priestly program for formation. I said Pontifical <laughs> Biblical Commission. You know, so, so this is... Something out of the Vatican? Yeah, so something out of the Vatican. So she's on like this council that um, uh, I, it's it's pretty much like the highest like biblical scholarship wow. um, that the that the magisterium has. Now I don't know if I don't think it has magisterial authority anymore. Okay, but it's like it's, it's highly basically regarded. it's like it's it's quite highly regarded. So it's it's kind of it's kind of a big deal that she's on it. Okay, um, and she's and but even what I think is even more of a big deal is that she's just so faithful to like sacred scripture, and you can mm-hmm. just tell that she just lives it out in her daily life mm-hmm. with just like just authentic authenticity and wow. just um, just like truth and goodness and beauty. Yeah, um, and so she and uh, some of her colleagues have uh, started. Well, now she's completed; they've completed all the New Testament, but uh, yeah. going through all the books in, in in the New Testament and writing commentaries on them. So okay. basically, the idea is that. You know, you take a book of the Bible, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, you know, you can read it f- for face value. You can read it from, you know, start to finish and you'll get something good out of it. But there's so much like background. There's so much context that can be given to like all these books of scripture. Yeah. Uh, and so the idea is to have this commentary is to have like, the idea is that you, you, you kind of go through the, the letter or the text, like almost line by line, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, mm-hmm. and then break it down into like, what does this mean? Like, what does yeah. this mean for the person who wrote it? What does this mean for us now? Um, and so she very beautifully did this for, um, uh, so she wrote the, the one of the Catholic commentary series books on the letter to the Hebrews, mm-hmm. but she spent, oh, I forget exactly how much time. She spent like many years. Okay. Um, just kind of work, just, just on the letter to the Hebrews, just 13 chapters in the Bible, just like yeah. really like, tr- like trying to deeply penetrate the mysteries of um you know, the, but the letter to I'm the assuming part of that penetration is reading Acts. You know, you got to yeah. meaning you got to know yeah. you got to mail you because it was yeah. at that time. Yeah, uh, probably reading the. Um, come on, what's the name of that that funky name of the? Uh, ah, whatever. There's some other early early church yeah. writings. Oh yeah, yeah. No, she definitely. And, yeah, and like this is all, she's also she's studied scripture for for most of her life. So she, okay, like, a lot of that okay. stuff is like kind of like a part of her. Um, but a, a lot of the work that she did is, you know, kind of reading commentaries from other people and kind of studying, oh. um, you know, what other people have to say. You know, very often, you know, scripture scholarship is is not very often like coming up with new ideas yourself, but very often is is kind of like looking at the ideas that people have had before and yeah. applying them to what's going on today. Yeah, that's and there's um, nothing wrong with that. Oh, that's that's, I think that's it's, highly and, and there's so much there's so much yeah. wisdom. That it's it's yeah. just amazing just how much wisdom, you know, even just the fathers of the church or even people recently yeah. who have been like really immersed in the text and have been praying with it and have just been enlightened just to just to see like the just the beautiful revelation that there is uh in sacred scripture. And it's so it was just a blessing to have her as a professor for this class to like go yeah. through like it was basically kind of like reading her commentary, more or less. And she, I'll tell you what: whenever you're in a class with Dr. Mary Healy, it feels like you're drinking from a fire hose. It's like, <laughs> oh, really? It's it's great because like yeah. everything that you, you just you feel like your hands going to fall off at the end of it because every <laughs> word that she says, you just want to write down because it's just gold. Like pretty yeah. much every. I mean, you probably you heard yeah. you know you just yep. heard just a little yep. snippet of like yep. what what I got. Um, 
but it's just so beautiful. Like it, it, you can just tell that she's brought this to prayer like so, like so yeah, many okay. times, and um, yeah. just you can just and it's part of her. Yeah, it's part of her, which yeah. is like so beautiful and just yeah. just wonderful as a seminarian to see that, like to see like the faithful. Um, just like so immersed in sacred scripture. And it's, it's a challenge to us too. Cause it's like, yeah, I want my life to be like that. You know, yeah. I want my life to be immersed in sacred scripture. I want to be able to like, think like scripture, you know, yeah. to think with the mind of, of scripture, to think with the mind of the church, to think with the mind of the Lord. Um, and what better way to do that than to like, con- like consume in, you know, to, to bring into myself, like the, the, the word, um, she's really big on memorization too, which I think is kind of an interesting idea. She's huge on like memorization of scripture. So she's the, act, the actual words of the, the actual script. words of scripture. Interesting. Okay, which well, is, I find really fascinating. She okay, spent. Um, uh, she yeah. spent. Um, oh, we, uh, so we took we took a, a letter to the no, not we took a, a, Paul, a Pauline literature class with her, and and during that time she said, "I'm going to learn. I'm going to memorize the letter to the Romans." Okay, and she, and she did it. And it was just she said like like it's just it's just a beautiful experience like going through it and and like actually like putting those words into into your mind into your heart right there's something that like happens to you you know there's something right. that's like right. efficacious about that and like there's something like when the words become yours yeah you know that's when you see a lot of beauty come from it so she's she's huge on that and she's huge on you know so many wow. other things and no 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 there's a there's a truth to that yeah yeah i thought she would have said like memorize the psalms or something like that because i know a lot of people yeah like, yeah the you kind of as as, yeah. a, as a priest or as somebody yeah. who pray prays like uh the liturgy the hours you know as a seminarian yeah <laughs> so for the liturgy of the hours you pretty much go through all the psalms so it's kind of fun like you know after a while like even just like reading them every you know every four weeks theoretically you, you read through most of the psalms um uh so just kind of like reading them like like month after month after month after month like yeah. these they become more and more and more and more familiar and there's yeah. there's a few of them that i notice like sometimes i'm just putting the breviary down and like oh i actually know this one by heart <laughs> and well, this is kind of something that you know, let's let's kind of pick up on that topic, which is, you know, you talk about, you know, doing a liturgy hours and brewery yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. So you're done with, you're out of seminary. Yeah. Is it, in, is it encouraged or is it for you to figure out for yourself that, you know, your study doesn't stop that basically. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, I know you know that, but it does school encourage that. And also, uh, is there like expectations like, Hey, you really, it's expected that you're going to continue studying. And, and yeah. That. Yeah. That's definitely, it's preached a lot to us at seminary that yeah. education shouldn't stop at seminary. I think the old adage, the, at least the old adage in the seminaries right now is, 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 uh, something to the effect of, um, Oh gosh, I just lost it. Oh yeah, don't let don't let the last book that you pick up be in seminary. <laughs> <laughs> Which is and it's a, yeah. it, it, is a temp, it is a temptation to be you know and I've yeah. I've heard it from like some priest friends of mine. You know, it's a temptation once you start getting right. busy. You know, because you you're there's so much that's expected from you from a priest, especially because there's a shortage of priests. Yeah, I was just going to say that that's a risk in this yeah. day and age because so we, we let's be candid. We were just talking about Father Mike and some some work that was popping up for him. Yeah, and it's like, mm-hmm. hey, he's got to be busy. You got to take care of being Father Mike. Yeah, not, exactly. Uh, exactly. The, the, not the administrator. Yeah, you think I and, think back to like the Acts of the Apostles too. Yeah. Like, um, you know, when uh, actually the, like the the beginning of the diac it kind of started yeah. as like a realization from the apostles that they were kind of being stretched ah, too far. So that's why they had the deacons. Yeah, uh, so they, they were being stretched too far and they said, well, we have to, okay. So Peter said, okay, let's wait. Let's, let's think about this. We're being stretched too far. Like we, we're, we're, we're forsaking like the word of God to wait on tables. That's actually what he said. Yeah. yeah. Forsaking the word of God to wait on tables. So they're like, let's look for helpers. Let's look for guys. Let's look for deacons who are able to like serve <laughs> at the tables, you know, to, to serve in, you know, 
in our place because we need, there is a recognition even from the early, earliest beginnings of the church, uh, just the importance of being immersed in scripture and the importance of like the leadership of the church, the importance of priests to be immersed in scripture. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's definitely harped on us, uh, harped to us that, that, you know, it's continuing study and continuing education should be like normal. That should, should be like an established part of like your habit. Um, so, and it's something that, you know, we're really encouraged to form as we're, you know, on breaks at seminary or like breaks for the summer. They really encourage us to, you know, find something to, to read, find something to like work through while you're, you know, gone for the summer. Um, so yeah, no, it's, it's, it's certainly something that, you know, as you know, the horizon of priesthood for me approaches, uh, quicker and quicker. Yeah. Something that's definitely been on my heart and on my mind is like, okay, how do I, how do I implement like a plan of study into yeah. my plan? Cause if life? you don't, if you don't plant, if you don't plant it, it it's ain't going to, it happen. ain't going to happen. No. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm really heartened to hear that, that the school is, um, pushing that because mm-hmm. yeah, when, when that hits and yeah, you don't want to be caught. Like you said, the last book being <laughs> the yeah, one exactly. you picked up. No, you don't want to do that. Picked up in the seminary. Okay. Well, hey, one thing I wanted to do is uh, I wanted to put in our program notes is that commentary. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you for that, and we'll put a link yeah. link to that out yeah, there. Absolutely. And I'll probably pick it right yeah, up. Yeah. Great commentary. She's got just it's just a wealth of information. Okay. Well, I'm pretty much. Um, I think I've nailed you with all the questions I can think of for today. Uh, Unless okay. is there anything I've left on on ask? I don't think so. It's just yeah, it's just an absolute blessing as a seminarian to like really be immersed in scripture, and it's I just can't wait for uh, yeah. We still still have a few more scripture classes left in in our program, yeah. so I'm I'm very excited for for the. That's of those. great, and I'm looking forward to picking learning through you. I'll do what Grandma always does to me. She buys these big thick books, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, this is a great topic, PJ. Why don't you go read it yeah. and then go tell me?" What it's I like that. Yeah. That's <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna do it to you. I'm gonna like say, it. all right, like why don't you read that and tell me what it's all about? <laughs> That's good. All right, well, thank you very much, and uh, thank you, listeners, for tuning in. We do uh, always say that there is no charge for father and dad, but we do ask for one form of payment, and that is if you've liked what you've heard, please tell two friends. Thank you. He came down to earth from heaven.